Wow, I had no idea I was in the will. Seriously, that much? Wow. Oh yeah, I sure love that intro. Hey, welcome to the Sanguine Podcast. This is your host, Tom Baldwin. And Sanguine, we are the king's people, okay? We are people that are optimistic during dark and tumultuous times because we have, we are, yeah, we have family and we are part of a supernatural family. And so our family is that supernatural family. You may have family here on this physical earth and that is such a huge blessing. But when you are part of the King's family, you are part of a supernatural family and you just can't help but having a positive outlook, right? <laughs> That's absolutely right. So, so good to be with you. I so appreciate this audience. Thank you for your feedback and your encouragement and uh, even the little banter we have back and forth over email. Uh, gosh, it just warms my heart. I so appreciate that. And if you're interested in participating on that, you can do that. Okay. The other thing that you can do, and I haven't mentioned this for a while, is email me your prayer request. I will pray for them. Okay. Because what I am from the king, and I am here on his behalf to overrule injustice. And so that includes those of you out there too, okay? And if you are part of this family, you can do the same thing for those around you. And let's begin increasing our impact. Let's make it exponential because if I do it and then you do it and the people you know do it, man, maybe we don't even have to participate in the political process. Things will just transform. Don't you love that? That's a new reality that I'm working for. And those of you that are regular listeners know that I've talked about that numerous times. And the latest one is faith mechanics of reality. Okay. We have to begin to envision the future we want and have faith and listen to God, the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, and hear what they're saying. Okay. Jesus came, okay, and this was the Father's and the Son's plan also that we may have life and have it to the full, okay? That is not a life full of disease and sickness because that seems like it's not very full and it seems kind of like an empty life full of depression. And so we can make a very easy conclusion from that scripture that Jesus and the Father and the Son are for wholeness, okay? They're not. They're not settling for disease. And that is a symptom of being what I call in an upcoming podcast that I'm gonna do a cultural Christian. So, wow, Tom, Tom really got after it there. Hey, one way you can help this podcast get some visibility, help get me out there, is just there's three places that you can rate it that's super helpful. And obviously, if you give me a one star, that doesn't help a whole lot, okay? Five stars helps a whole lot. No, I'm not twisting your arm, and I never twist your arm. And you got to know that I do this because I love it, okay? I don't make any money at it. There are those of you that give, but the cost of keeping a website up, keeping a hosting service up, the different things that go into the production of this, this costs money. And so every month, you know, there's an outgo, but I do that for one, I feel like God has been generous to me and I want to be generous to you. Two, I feel called, I love doing it and I love this community. But if you go and you rate it at Apple Podcasts or Pandora, or you can go to sanguinefaith.com and rate it, super helpful for getting it out there. And then at sanguinefaith.com, there are also the PayPal button. There's uh, the coffee donate buttons. And thank you for those of you that have done that. I so appreciate it. And I jokingly say 
that I take donations up to $5 million, okay? The reality is, is that many of you out there have the means to give a lot, okay? Now, those of you that don't totally understand, it's never an arm-twisting thing, but if you believe in what I'm doing, just take a minute, and it just, even if it's a small amount, it's a huge amount of encouragement to me. It gives me energy when I'm tired, okay? It is like the gift of encouragement, and so I thank you for that, and if, okay, I'm not gonna do like a Benny Hinn or, you know, some of these like, um, people of faith that twist your arm. But if you want to regularly give, gosh, I just, I'm so appreciative. And I know it's one thing I tell my kids that no act of generosity ever goes unrewarded. So try it and see. And I'm so appreciative. I tell you, okay, you've heard this before, but you're going to benefit so much more than I will. I want to benefit and I do benefit tremendously by giving of my time and my money for putting the podcast out there. I do. And so I so, so, so appreciate you. And those of you that write me and, uh, I know that you are out there making a difference, sharing your faith, growing in your faith. Like I'm growing in my faith all the time and being challenged and being called to a more genuine faith and losing some of the aspects of the faith that just, they're not, would I say they're not real? Uh, they're superfluous and they don't necessarily matter. The real part of our faith is our relationship with the father. Like Jesus said that I and the father are one and he only did what he heard the father. Okay. We have the opportunity, same as Jesus to interact with the father, son, and Holy spirit. And what an amazing thing. Okay. We are sheep as it's referenced in John. And he says, you know, I am the shepherd, the sheep know my voice. And so one of the most important things about being a believer is knowing the father and the son and the Holy Spirit's voice and how he speaks so we can recognize him. And as we do that, okay, we are endued. Jesus says, you shall do greater things than me with supernatural power. And so that's where we want to go in today's episode. I talked about how we're grafted in. We are the sons and daughters of God. Okay, we have been grafted into the family. And as we do that, there is a spiritual epigenetic switching that goes on. And if you don't know what it is, epigenetics is just how the environment affects our genes and it can switch genes on and off. And so if you get like one of those DNA tests from, um, Oh, 23andMe or DNA Fitness. There's, there's a bunch of them out there and it's fun to do that. It's something I'm actually going to do, but that's only part of the picture because the environment you live in, the things you expose yourself to can turn genes on and off. So you may have a genetic disposition for something, but changing your environment, changing the things you interact with, with, and I believe even changing your stress levels, how you handle things can switch those on and off. So when you come into the kingdom of God, and you can listen to previous episodes, just let me tell you real quick, those things that you do that you feel awful about, okay, they, they keep you up at night, you think about them, you're regretful. Well, Jesus came and he died for those, okay? And you're just like, what's that make? I, I don't understand it. Well, for one, I'm not gonna go into it in detail here, but you can just try it at no risk because there's no cost, but say, hey, I don't want that feeling anymore. And I hear that you did this on my behalf and I wanna accept that and I'm gonna turn, okay? It's called repent, okay? Fancy word for a simple thing, turning from those, moving away from them doesn't mean that you're not gonna do them again because I can assure you that you will, but it will decrease when you become part of the supernatural family of God. But then you accept that you're in the family, okay? And Jesus proved by raising from the dead, there's so much historical evidence that he actually did that, okay? For real, only person, okay? For real, 
get it, that he can do that. So you enter into this family and you become part of the supernatural family. And then those genes, epigenetically, those spiritual genes, yes, I'm using a metaphor and no, the scriptures don't necessarily talk about genes and epigenetics, but it totally does talk about what it means to be a son and daughter of, of God. And so I am extrapolating a little bit, but they switch on. Okay. These are supernatural genes. These are part of your inheritance. Okay. God's inheritance doesn't wait for a time period. It waits for your acceptance. Okay. There is some interaction. There's some decision-making. There's some changing of mindsets that begins. Okay. You're changing your atmosphere. Now, when you enter this family, some of that happens automatically because atmosphere just changes as you're in this. God induces in you, part of himself, a seed of himself, a place that was in you that was designed. And those of you that have entered have felt that. You can feel that felt presence in you. Okay. That immediately changes atmosphere. But the scriptures, okay, we're talking about that great instruction book of wisdom called the Bible that's composed of the New Testament and the Old Testament talks about how we're transformed through the renewing of our mind. Okay. There are places in our mind that need renewed. And let's just say that the epigenetics are in the mind. Things need to be switched and changed in the mind. Okay. Oh, I listened to, just side note here, um, starting to transcribe some of my episodes. And I was, what they do is they transcribe from the audio file you send them and then they like do the best they can. And then you have to go through and edit it. Man, I say, you know, and K an awful lot. So I'm trying to pay attention to that. So I don't say it, but it's really hard. <laughs> you know, even now I want to say, you know, it's, it's really hard. So if I hesitate or pause a little bit, it, it is it is some of that that I'm trying to stay away from and just a little clearer communication. I, one thing I notice is I, I don't finish a lot of sentences. You're like, well, yeah, Tom, that's so true. So as, as we are th- renewing through our mind and we're talking about an inheritance and our inheritance is supernatural. We talked about last episode there. There are some things that play into this. And, and one of the things that we learned last time, and there's a scripture that references this, I believe it's in, I think it's in Matthew 28, verse six, where it talks about Jesus being, you know, in his hometown and a prophet is without honor in his hometown and how he was not able to do miracles there. And what? Yeah, that, that's what we all say because, you know, we hear and read in the scriptures just that all the things that Jesus did couldn't be housed. The miracles couldn't be housed in all the books, the volumes that are out there. And so how is it that he's in a place that he could not do miracles? Now, I've, I've heard some different interpretations and you you can have a stance where you want on this, but I actually believe it literally like it is, is that there wasn't faith available and faith is a component that needs to happen for these miracles. I've heard other people explain it, and I think this is valid, but I don't necessarily side on this perspective. Kind of, I'd say I'm a little bit there, but that Jesus didn't do it there because, how can I explain this? I'm not going to give it justice from the opposite, from those that believe this wholeheartedly, but that the kind of, this really isn't it, but they didn't deserve it, okay? If they didn't believe, he wasn't going to do it there because they weren't going to believe anyway, and their hearts had already been hardened. And so why bother? But we we see, and I, I think that's valid. And so I don't necessarily know where to go with that. I believe that it's literally like it said, that there wasn't faith there. And faith plays a component. But then you're like, well, Jesus was God, and, and God has all that faith. That is true. And I don't necessarily know that I have 
a specific answer for that. And it's good for us to explore and think about this. And if you do, please email me your thoughts. I, I would love to hear your thoughts about this. Um, yeah, that's another thing that I do is um trying to move away from um also. <laughs> but as sons and daughters of God, it's evident a lot of places in the scriptures that reference, you know, your, your faith has healed you, you know, or, you know, there's references to sin, you know, go and sin no more. There's also references that things were planned way ahead of time as, as far as these healings and the supernatural. And I guess I say all that just to lead back to is that as we're sons and daughters of God, it's so important to interact with God and be in that place where it talks about in John chapter 10, that the sheep know my voice is to listen to God and know what he's saying in specific circumstances. Our inheritance and our rich inheritance is access to God, okay? He wants to give us full access to himself. It's absolutely amazing. And when we have that access, like Jesus did, and he knew exactly what the Father was saying, it seems from that aspect, okay, that Jesus was there to do those miracles. And God directed him into those places and spots and drew those people for those healings. And so one of the most important things about being part of a supernatural family is that you have access to a supernatural relationship, but you also have access to supernatural insight. And that insight gives you access to what God the Father and the Holy Spirit and the Son are planning and to be able to partner with that and do that. So... Where do we go with this? And how does this play into faith? Because faith is such an important thing. Faith, I believe in the scriptures, we can infer this, that faith begins to create that atmosphere and that place where the epigenetics and the supernatural, I think it turns on our supernatural hearing. And so there is our own faith, okay? And I believe there's faith that God gives us. And I believe those two absolutely interplay because we see people in the scriptures that are accredited to, you know, that your faith, you know, has healed you and they were commended for their faith. But then we see other places in scriptures that people are fervently praying and they're surprised by the answer. And so is it that they didn't have faith? I think they had a level of faith, but maybe not the level of faith and expectation that ended up happening. And I think that's where God comes in and he leverages, he gives us his faith, a gift of faith. And those of you that have been believers and followers of Jesus, you understand this when you prayed for people and all of a sudden you can feel that something fills you with more confidence that you've had before. And then when you were praying seconds earlier that you didn't have And I believe that is the gift of faith. And it is evidence in scripture that God does gift faith. And so there are two things that are at work here. There is our own faith and there's a faith that God gives us. And so I believe this is the way that they need to interplay together. We need to grow our own faith. And as we grow our own faith, okay, faith in what? Faith that God will. Okay, so much, uh, so many of us believe that God can, and we read in scriptures that God can and does heal sickness. We read that God can and does raise people from the dead. Okay, we we read all kinds of things, you know, that God can cast out demons, free people from evil spirits. But so many of us believe, don't believe that God will. And that is, in my opinion, one of the biggest hindrances Will God do that? And I believe that's why in our culture here, it is probably some, you know, can God really do that? And I believe people, 
If you ask them, they, they would say that he can, but they don't believe that he will. Well, we go back to John 10, 10, okay? This is a foundational scripture for belief in the supernatural, okay? You have to believe, and it has to be at the core of your belief system, that God wants you to have life and to the full, and that when he's speaking there, he means that, and that things like disease, things like poverty, things like uh, evil, evil possession, okay? Things that cause you addiction, evil influences, in your life. Those are not part of life of the full. And so as a supernatural person, okay, you are from the king. You are a son or a daughter, okay? You're not a transgender, sorry. You are a son or a daughter and you are from him and you are endued with this supernatural epigenetics, okay? This this DNA that's in you to bring life and bring it to the full. And so there needs to be this transition. And this is how I believe we begin to access this power because we have to get our beliefs on board and we have to change the atmosphere. Okay. God is waiting and desperately waiting for us to come into our identity. The thing that he's already set up, the thing that he's given us and the thing that a lot of us are absolutely blind to and we don't walk into. Okay. This takes action. It hundred percent takes action. You have to take action. And you're like, Tom, what are the actions? You have to begin, for one, to risk it. You need to pray with the belief that you were meant to be from the king to overrule injustice. And that is part of your spiritual DNA. That is part of what it means to be a son and daughter of God. And so you begin to act that out. Okay. Number two is that as your faith is growing, okay, you will have doubt and you have to deal with your doubt and you have to deal with the disappointment that things don't turn out like you want. Because the other thing of being a son and daughter of God is that you are incredibly humble. Okay, so if you have identity and insecurity issues, it would not be good for God to begin to pour his power through you, begin to heal people because you would, and I'm sorry, this is the truth, it would begin to feed your ego and thinking that you had something to do with it. The only thing you have to do with it is realizing and believing in the one who brought you into the supernatural family. And so part of this process and part of this work is getting your identity in him, okay? Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit, getting your identity from them. It's not about what you do, okay? Because if it is, and miracles start happening because God is working through you, you will steal the glory that goes to God, okay? God is about healing and restoring people, and he loves to be generous, but he also loves those thank you notes. You know, it's when we defer and say, you know what? God has been so gracious, so let me part of what he's doing. You give God the glory for this healing. Thank you for this, okay? And so part of being a supernatural family is incredible humility. And so if you want to be part of this, and if you're part of the family, you already are, but it's like you, it's like joining a gym and not accessing any of the benefits, okay? You don't go to the pool, you don't go to the spa, you just come in, beep your card, you look around and you leave and you're just like, hey, I pay my dues every month, I'm part of this. There's so much more and there's so much potential. Like when you go to the gym, you begin to work out, you begin to condition, you can see the performance and the athletics. It is a very similar thing in our spiritual walk, okay? When we begin to take actions, do the hard work, So many, including myself, believe when we become a Christian, it's just like, bloop, it's all there. 
No, and it is a fourth dimension, and so it's a little difficult to know how to navigate this. And it is from reading the scriptures, being in this relationship with Jesus and the Father and the Son with Holy Spirit through trial and error that I'm learning how this works and learning to transform my identity into Jesus. And so now I'm no longer this power-hungry, grabbing, insecure person. I'm a very secure person because I know who my family is, okay? I know who my father is. And I have to tell you, I'm beginning to see God work through me more. And it's so exciting because there is so much hurt and there's so much devastation out there. And we need the sons and daughters of God so much to activate, okay? It is time to get over ourselves. It is time to get over ourselves, okay? One of the things that I deal with and have in the past, and I I actually even struggled with it this week, in my own mind, trying to figure things out. I just, I'm facing different situations and over and over wasting my mental energy. Yes, I said this. And there are those of you out there that don't believe this or don't want to believe it because you probably have residual things like I do. You're a bit of a control freak. And so you're replaying in your mind over and over again, all these scenarios and and trying to find a solution when that mental energy would be better spent you accessing your spiritual family, okay, praying and saying, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, this situation, it is taking up my space. I am choosing to pray about this. I am choosing. The other thing sons and daughters don't do that they need to, they have authority. I am declaring your favor and your sovereignty, okay? Christians don't like to pray declaring things, but they are sons and daughters of the king. They do declare and they represent the king and they are designed to overrule injustice. And I often pray, and I've never heard anybody pray like I do, okay? It's it's not an arrogant thing, but I am a representative of the king. I declare God's goodness and favor over people. Why are you not doing that? Okay, that is part of your inheritance. Are you just selfish? You don't want it for anybody else? I doubt that that is true, okay? I doubt it's just you're uncomfortable and you were taught to pray like a very meek cultural Christian. You were not taught how to pray as a son and daughter of God. You know, even the Lord's prayer, thy kingdom come. Wow, that's a powerful Freaking prayer. And there's a lot that can be pulled from that. But one of the things in that's a declaration. Thy will be done on heaven as it is on earth. Okay. That is a son and daughter of God prayer. And so as we begin to realize who we are as part of the supernatural family, it takes a lot of work and actions as we build our faith, accessing the gift as God pours faith into us and we begin to see answers and we begin to deal with our own egos and our need for acclamations and that we we begin to deal with our dysfunction because we got as as dispensers of the kingdom we cannot ignore the dysfunction in our life it will plug the path of the energy of god we have to address that dysfunction so wrapping up today (laughs) You are a son and daughter of God. Your inheritance is the supernatural. Your inheritance is to overrule injustice. Your inheritance is life and to be a life giver. There are things that we need to do and actions that we need to take are words, okay? Very important how we speak when someone gives a prayer request and our words are incredibly important to how we respond to that. We're going to pray that God heals that, knowing that he will give you whatever he 
whatever you need, but his will is for life. Okay. Your default position is always the miraculous. You don't go to the practical. Okay. God will always provide for the practical, say in a cancer situation, medical situation, God will always provide for the practical. God will provide for the miraculous. But if you sidestep it and you go and you forfeit that faith or that gift of faith that's out there, okay, I think both of them are interplayed. You need to have faith. And so that is faith for the miraculous, but God will also meet you with a gift of faith. Your words are so important. Your actions are so important, okay? After you hear that, you don't necessarily go and uh, start making all these arrangements as God's not going to answer. You're going to make the arrangement as God is going to answer your supernatural prayer. Your actions are moving towards the reality. You're like, Tom, what if it doesn't work out? And chances are, at times, it's not because it is the building of your faith and you don't necessarily have it all at once. And maybe you have some that dysfunction and your identity is tied to this, okay? God will not answer a prayer to save you from being exploded by an ego that kills yourself and other people. And literally, that can happen. All right. So, Tom, super long on this episode. We're going to wrap it up here. My friends, let me just pray for you that the Holy Spirit will just open things to you. You're just like, Tom, what is things? Things, Kate. There are the things that you specifically need right now as you're listening to me. The Holy Spirit is popping them into your head. And those are the things you need to begin to go after and claim and begin to bring into your life and engage in your life. So, friends, I so appreciate you. Hey, go out there, make a difference. <laughs> I love my ending to the Yup podcast, and it's even fitting here because I'm going to be here for you, okay? As we're going through this journey and we're struggling through things, and you notice, even in this episode, I don't have all the answers. It's so important that we stick in it together, and I'm, I'm here for you. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.